You are listening to the First Tech Podcast. These podcasts are designed for authorised financial advisors. If you are not an authorised financial advisor, you may find the content of this podcast difficult to follow as it assumes you have the necessary training and qualifications to understand the concepts discussed. You should also be aware the information contained in this podcast is general information only and does not take into account any of your personal circumstances, needs or objectives. It was recently confirmed that the general transfer balance cap will increase by $200,000 to $1.9 million from the 1st of July this year, the second time it's increased since commencement. But clients have their own personal transfer balance cap limiting what they can transfer to retirement phase income streams and may not get the full $200,000 increase due to proportional indexation. So how does this proportional indexation work? And is there a benefit in potentially delaying starting an income stream to get the bigger increase? Hi, I'm Craig Day, head of the First Tech team, and joining me is Tim Sanderson, one of my senior technical services managers. G'day, Tim. Hi, Craig. How are you? I'm not too bad. Self? Yeah, going well, thanks. Excellent. Excellent. Good for a steamy Friday afternoon. Now, First of all, the general transfer balance cap going up by a startling $200,000 for the 23-24 financial year, so next year. Um, this is a big increase. Was was it expected or even a possibility? Yeah, it was, it was half expected. So the general transfer balance cap indexation, unlike pretty much all other super rates and thresholds, which are based on wages, is indexed to CPI inflation. Um, and increases in increments of $100,000. And with inflation running high at around 7.8% in the year to December 22, this was just enough to raise the general cap by $200,000 rather than $100,000 from 1 July this year. So it will go to $1.9 million from $1.7 million. And importantly, it it doesn't matter at all what happens with inflation between now and 30 June. That December quarter figure was the important one, and that has that's really what has set this cap up by $200,000 from 1 July. Okay, so it was the December quarter 2022 that's important, and I think it just squeezed over 1.9. It was by about two two thousand dollars, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty pretty close. <laughs> okay, so. When it comes to the amount a client can transfer into the retirement phase, as I mentioned uh, in the beginning, they have their own transfer balance cap. However, the general transfer balance cap still is important as it actually determines what a client's personal cap is, is in the year that they start their first retirement phase income stream. So I suppose once a client has a personal transfer balance cap, they, they may get a proportion of any increase in the general cap. So, for example, on the 1st of July this year? Yeah, exactly right. So once a client has a personal cap, then any future increases in the general cap gives them a proportionally increase in their own cap. So, in other words, on 1 July 23, they'll receive a proportional increase uh, of the $200,000 increase of the general cap due to proportional indexation. Now, we have an article on our site that explains the proportional indexation steps in more detail, but at a very high level, it's really based on looking at the highest transfer balance value any time in the past. Um, 
expressing that as a proportion of the client's personal cap at the earliest time that occurs. And then from there, looking at the, the unused part of their cap and giving them a, uh, and that's known as their unused cap percentage, and that determines their proportional indexation. Okay, so as a simple example, let's say I started my first retirement phase income stream. I keep on saying that, just an account-based pension. Um, let's say this year in 2022, 23, for let's say $1.02 So what would be my personal transfer balance increase, cap increase, on 1 July? Okay, so your initial personal cap would have started at $1.7 million dollars because that's the general cap when you started your income stream. Yep. So and then so. based on your highest transfer balance account value, um, 1.02 million divided by your cap at that time, which was 1.7 million, that means you've used 60% of your cap at that time. So your unused cap percentage is then 40%. So that means you'd get a proportional indexation of 40% of the 200,000 increase in the general cap so your personal cap would increase by $80,000 to $1.78 million on 1 July 23. Okay. I suppose it's also important to note that as these proportional indexation rules are based on my highest ever transfer balance account value, so a transfer balance account is simply just what the ATO uses to track people against their transfer balance cap. So it's just a simple credit and debit kind of ledger thing. Um, so we, but we always use the highest value there. So in the example you just used, it actually wouldn't matter if I had made commutations from my income stream. So in that case, I get a debit. So my transfer balance account value would fall in that situation. Um, but I'd still only get 40% indexation or 40% proportional indexation because I'm looking at that highest ever balance. So what about for someone who did use all of their transfer balance cap at one point, they wouldn't get any indexation at all, would they? No, that's right. So once a client, while proportional indexation still technically applies to a person like that, their result is going to be zero indexation. So basically once a client uses all of their personal cap at any time, then any time in the future from then, they'll get no further indexation when the general cap goes up. So for example, if I used all of my $1.6 million personal cap back in 2018, that's what it was at the time, then my personal cap remains at $1.6 million permanently into the future. So when I think about this this increase for those people is just a, merely an academic exercise. They're, they're not going to benefit. It doesn't relate to them at all. That's right. In terms of their personal cap, they, they don't need to be concerned with any changes in the general cap. Okay. So as I mentioned at the start, by the time we get to 1 July, the general cap will have then increased twice, right? So first on the 1st of July 2021, when it went from 1.6 to 1.7, and then again on 1 July this year, when it goes from 1.7 to 1.9. So this presumably means that some clients will have two rounds of proportional indexation depending on their circumstances. That's right. So if their first retirement phase income stream commenced before that first round of indexation on 1 July 21, then proportional indexation may apply to them both 
on 1 July 21 and also this 1 July as well. And I'm guessing this is going to involve doing that same calculation each time and increasing the client's cap by their amount of unused cap percentage, right? But will that unused cap percentage often be the same each time? Yeah, it really depends. Um, If, for example, um, I commenced my first retirement phase income stream prior to 1 July 21, but then I didn't commence any more in the two years that followed between 1 July 21 and 30 June 23, um, then it would be the same unused cap percentage that would apply in the second round of indexation. And that's used, obviously, to determine my proportional increase. But if instead I did commence more income streams between 1 July 21 and 30 June 23, and that led to me having a new highest ever transfer balance, then it's generally going to be a lower unused cap percentage that's going to apply for this second round of indexation on 1 July 23. Well, well, okay. So these indexation amounts will depend not only on the value of the pensions I've already commenced, but also when I've commenced them. Exactly. Yep. Okay, so I always think of the transfer balance cap as reasonably, well, I think of them as complex rules (laughs) and now they just got to be very complex rules, um, particularly as these caps get indexed. So when I also think about that, okay, so what does that mean? It means I suppose from 1 July this year, I could, if I was an advisor, my client, my retired clients that have commenced account-based income streams, they could have a cap of either 1.9 million, if I suppose if they've just commenced their first retirement phase income stream on or after the 1st of July this year, or they could have a cap somewhere between 1.6 and 1.9 due to either one or two rounds of proportional indexation or I suppose they can have a cap of, as we said before, of 1.6 due to fully utilising their cap before 1 July 2021. So anywhere between 1.6 and 1.9. So, God, complicated, right? So as you mentioned, we have an article on on how to calculate all this, and, and this is going to be important for some people to go and have a look at. But I suppose clients will be able to get some of this information off the ATO MyGov site. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So if a client goes into ATO online services via MyGov, um, they should be able to see some cap information. So their most recent personal transfer balance cap, their highest ever transfer balance, and also whether they're entitled to proportional indexation. But depending on whether the ATO makes any changes there in the lead up to 1 July, that information's not necessarily going to be enough to work out all clients' personal caps from um, from 1 July 23. And it's also likely that the, the ATO's site, the online services won't actually show the client's new personal transfer balance cap until sometime after 1 July 23. Um, so potentially a little bit hard to work out in the interim. Um, we also also need to factor in um, the currency of that information available uh, with the ATO, um, given potential reporting delays of transfer balance cap events, um, which, which may well depend on the type of fund that a client's in. Yeah, I, I imagine SMSFs, there's going to be a real delay there. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, given this large increase and this apparent complexity, um, there had been a lot of speculation whether the government would actually announce a freezing of the caps in potentially the May federal budget and basically say, oh, this is all going up too much and uh, it's costing the, the budget and it's all really complicated anyway, so we're just going to freeze the cap at $1.7 million for everyone. Um, however, we're aware that the Assistant Treasurer has actually come out and said, no, we fully intend in honouring the, the legislated increase. So it really does look like that we're going to see the transfer balance cap go to one9 on the 1st of July. So if we assume that it does increase as legislated, does this mean that it may be beneficial for some clients to put off the commencement of their first or any subsequent account-based pensions or other retirement phase income streams until on or after the 1st of July, after the caps have gone up? Yeah, we think potentially yes. Um, so b- by delaying the commencement of a retirement phase income stream, um, obviously, a client does give up a period of time where they're going to miss out on the tax-free status of earnings for that balance. So, for example, approximately five months if we're considering delaying starting one between now and 1 July. Um, but the other side of, uh, of in giving that up, it could potentially lead to, by delaying, having a permanently higher amount in retirement phase, which may in many cases outweigh that that benefit. So as an extreme example, a client could delay commencing their first retirement phase income stream from now until 1 July, and that could give them an additional $200,000 permanently in retirement phase because they get access to the full indexation of the general cap. Even if they only get a fifty, even if they only had a fifty percent unused cap percentage, then by delaying the commencement of a further income stream, they'll be able to still get an extra one hundred thousand dollars permanently into retirement phase. Um, but it's also important, I think, when when you know, undertaking this consideration, thinking about whether a client will actually ever benefit from the increased cap that the indexation will provide. So for people who will likely never use any of their full cap, um, delaying commencement is really not going to benefit them in any way. And and it's important in that um, calculation to take into account just the client's income streams, but also any future death benefit income stream that they may receive in the future. Yeah, yeah you make a really valid point. So we've already pointed out those people that have already commenced a pension up to their transfer balance cap, whether that be 1.6 or 1.7, they're not going to get any future indexation. So therefore, these changes are a moot point for them. But here's another group of people that these changes are completely moot point for. If 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 a couple is to combine only ever going to have eight or $900,000 in super, be nowhere near this increased transfer balance cap of $1.9 million. This is also just an academic exercise. They're never going to have the money to fully utilise the transfer balance cap. So this increase is is pretty much irrelevant to them. Exactly, and no no reason for them to be, you know, delaying any commencement of income streams to get some sort of higher cap that they're not going to take advantage of. Yeah, okay. Now, as you mentioned before, we do have an article on this. So if you've got clients really thinking about doing this, delaying or just wanting to know what their, you know, increase in the transfer balance, uh, their personal transfer balance cap is come 1 July, jump on and have a look at that article because, uh, yeah, we've deliberately avoided going through the, the calculations where you get people starting 
pensions, you know, before 1 July 2021 and then after 1 July 2021 because it gets horribly complicated and we'd lose everyone really quickly. But if you've got clients in that situation, really important, give us a call or, or have a look at that article. Okay, I think that probably covers everything. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Craig. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for listening to the First Tech Podcast. Please note these podcasts are designed for authorised financial advisors as a source of general information. All scenarios considered during the podcast were purely hypothetical and for illustrative purposes only and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase, hold or sell any financial products or take any other course of action. You should read the relevant product disclosure statement before making any investment decisions and once again consider talking to a financial advisor. While all care has been taken in preparation of this podcast using sources we believe to be accurate and reliable, no person including Colonial First Aid Investments Limited and Adventus Investments Limited accepts responsibility for any loss suffered by any person arising from reliance on this information.